chicas! Bienvenidas a la charla. I'm Isela, a wife, teacher, entrepreneur, and new mommy to my sweet baby boy, Logan Jace. I'm Lily, I'm a teacher, daughter, and engaged to a wonderful man. Somos dos Latinas from Texas, loving life and living it up. Acompáñanos as we chat all things mujer. Makeup, libros, food, familia, and just bringing you into our everyday lives. So grab your cafecito and let's chat. Welcome back, guys. Um, so en este episodio de la charla, vamos a darles solamente un bocadillo um, from our trip to Canada. So over Thanksgiving break, um, I decided to take a trip to Canada with my husband, my son, and me mama. Um, we had kind of talked about it over the summer, and we had talked about different places that we wanted to go, and I started following these two brothers um, on YouTube, and they're called Vaga Brothers, V-A-G-A-B-R-O-S, like Vaga Bros, Vaga Brothers, um, and they are like these worldly travelers, and they give you really good advice on where to travel to for different budgets, um, for just different experiences. So what I did was um, looked into a lot of their top travels and I came ac across um, their video segment on Montreal. So I really was intrigued and I wanted to go somewhere cold for the like November or um, December months. I was like, you know what? Quiero ir a un lugar frío. Because I live in Texas, so it's hit or miss. It's either cold or it's hot here or it's kind of just like, eh you know, in the middle somewhere. So I really wanted to go somewhere and experience the uh, different winter, I guess, <laughs> or a cold winter. Y también quería ir internacional, quería salir fuera de, del país. So um, we decided to go to Montreal and then my husband added in um, Quebec City. So Quebec City is only two hours from Montreal. So we decided to take that trip. And um, during our experience, we note of so many different things that are just really cool and really fun and really funky and I decided to bring you Canada for beginners so if you've never been to Canada and you want a little bit of advice on where to go what to do and how to prepare just keep listening and we'll get into it okay so Canada for beginners one of the things that I think that you should um, look into is ¿A qué tiempo del año vas a ir? You're going to go in the winter, are you going in the spring, are you going in the summer, or are you going in the fall? To be honest with you, um, the winter months, by the time we went, um, we went the last week of November. So we went at the tail end of fall and we got to see the first snowfall. So we went in the beginning, very beginning stages of the winter season there. And their winter season is pretty lengthy. Um, after researching, I think their winter season lasts till about April. I mean, like hard winter. It's not like Texas. Texas, is, our winter is like 40 degrees. Allá está como en los negatives. Like it's in the single digits or, or negative, like below zero. So, um, and it's for a long time. But I mean, with all of that snow and cold comes a lot of beauty. So if you are a winter person or you want to travel somewhere during like the holiday season, I highly recommend that you travel during um, November Uh, December and January and when we went in November we got to see the first snowfall but we really had to dress um, very warm so I highly recommend snow boots um, 
thick thermal pants, thermal tops, and tons of layers, not tons of layers, but yes, that was like two to three layers. Y este también, um, I wore a parka. Yo usé una parka que está like lined on the inside y luego tiene una gorra, pero the gorra has um, like faux fur all on the inside also. And then I got um, waterproof gloves, a waterproof beanie, like different things that were strictly going to protect me from the cold elements because guys, it is cold. At night, it would dip down into the single digits. I think it was like nine degrees one evening when we were there. It was insane. And then not only that, but the wind chill was OMG. It was so windy. It was blistering cold. It really was, but it was amazing. So stay stay with me because it, it gets good. So then um, during the day, I think we hit the highest we hit on one day was like 21 degrees. But for the average, it was in the teens. So um, we were appropriately dressed and we did a lot of walking in Montreal um, outside. But we made sure to con- like to stop in as many shops as we needed to to warm up. And then we would continue walking outside and things like that. And we had the bait. The, I mean, Logan was bundled up he is you can even you could just see his eyes estaba bien cubierto y él también tenía muchas layers and he had like a snow jacket y todo eso y él le encantó a ese niño i thought que íbamos a batallar no 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 este niño le encantó andar afuera en el frío when he saw the snowfall all of that he loved it so um that's one thing find out what season um if you go in january In January, they have the Winter Festival in Quebec City, which we'll get into in just a moment. I'm going to go over Montreal just a little bit, and then I'll dive into Quebec City. But it is like the gem of Canada. Like, this is one of the most beautiful festivals that you'll ever go to. And it's amazing, but it's for outdoorsy people that love the cold. And basically what they do is they take advantage of the snow. They build a beautiful winter wonderland focused on the snow. It's amazing. It's fun. So... If you want to go in the cold, I suggest November, December, January. Now, I heard that their spring and summer season is beautiful as well. I haven't been during that time. I've only been this one time. So um, maybe that's something that you can check out as, out as well. And then I also looked at their fall foliage. And guys, oh my gosh, it's so picturesque and beautiful. And if I could go any other time of the year, it would probably be in like September, October, the fall, to see the fall foliage and the trees turning, the leaves turning, y todo eso. Pero está hermosísimo. Se me hace que para las fotos, la fotografía va a ser bellísimo durante el otoño. So um, that's one thing. Check the weather. Pick what season you're going to and make sure you dress really warm if you go during the winter months. Okay, another thing um, that I wanted to give you guys a heads up on is that you can exchange your currency at the airport. As soon as you get there and as soon as you check through customs, there will be a kiosk there where you can go up to the attendant and you can find out the daily, the, the uh, rate for the US dollar and you can exchange your money there. And to be honest with you, I would exchange it as much as you're going to spend. If you have a budget and you're like, you know what? I'm going back on souvenirs. I would exchange as much as you can there because it's a one-time fee. I think they charged me like $5. And it's like unlimited amount that you could exchange, I think. Don't quote me on that. But I think the lady was like, yeah, you just pay one fee and you can exchange as much as you want. And to be honest with you, that was the only place that I saw that was like, an exchange, um, a currency and exchange booth. I didn't see any more throughout Canada, like everywhere else that we went, I did not see any more. So 
that's a big deal. No es como en México. En México hay casa de cambio por donde quiera que veas. Pero allí yo nunca había nada. Nada más que ahí es donde estábamos en el aeropuerto. So make sure that you get your currency in check. Um, one of the other things I wanted to let you guys know was rent a car. If you're going in the winter, rent a car. Because they do have a metro that you can use. You know, it's like the subway. But it is so freaking cold in the winter that when you have your own car, yeah, you're probably going to take a little bit longer to find parking, but it's going to be so much worth it. So much more worth it. If you're in the metro, está frío para ir a buscarlo. Todo eso es un, un hassle, especially if you're traveling with children or with elderly people. Like I had my mom and I had my son and everything, and I wanted to make it enjoyable for everybody. Not only that, but you are not limited to where you need to go and what you need to see. And I know you're thinking right now, but oh my God, can I drive in Canada? And is the are the um, street signs different? Are the is the lighting system different? Do you drive on the other side of the road? Or the on the side on the other side of the car? Okay, let me clarify all of that up for you. This is why I'm telling you just rent a car. First of all, it's cheap. It's super duper cheap. I think it was like twelve dollars a day to rent like a little, like as not a midsize, but yeah, like a midsize vehicle. And then, um, you this the tra the um, highway system there and everything. It's sort of similar to the U.S. The only thing that was different was that they had um, there was a difference in the green light. They had like a a steady constant green light, like we do here, but it meant something different. I can't remember. I think it meant that you're pro you're protected. No, wait. I don't remember. They have a steady green light and a blinking green light. And I want to say it means the opposite of what we do here. Like here, a solid green light means you, you're protected. But I think over there, the blinking green light means you're protected. And a solid means that, you know, like kind of like proceed with caution type thing. So, um, yeah, that system, it's it's almost exactly similar to ours. Um, you drive on the right side of the road. You drive on the left side of the vehicle. Same as here. Um, the only thing is that a lot of the signs are in French. What's cool is that a lot of the signs are modeled exactly like ours. So the stop sign, it looks like our stop sign, but it says um, at it, which is French for stop. So that's one of the cool things. The freeway is igual. Casi todo es igualito. Y si te vas ahí despacio, no, no despacio, no muy lento, pero si te vas un poco despacio, te va a ir bien. No te preocupes. Um, so yeah, I would totally rent a vehicle and the gas todo eso es igual que acá so you'll be fine um let's see mm. um another thing that i was gonna let you guys in on was the rezo well now you know let's go ahead and break it down i'm gonna talk about montreal first so montreal we stayed in downtown montreal there's two parts to it there's downtown montreal and then there's old montreal If you want to see historic, beautiful, breathtaking, um, European uh, structures, architecture, things like that, old Montreal is where you need to go. Um, we went to La Basilica de Notre Dame, and it's a basilica that is modeled after the Basilica in France. Pero este ahí es donde se casó la Celine Dion, you know, la que cantó en Titanic. Sí, esa. Ella, can, ella se casó en esa iglesia. Está 
hermosísima. Um, and Canada is known for that, guys. They are known for their basilicas, for their churches, their cathedrals. They're known for those beautiful architectural, um, just picturesque iglesias. So I highly recommend you go there. Um, Old Montreal, it's picturesque. It's beautiful. Um, there is a biodome for kids. It's like an indoor uh like wildlife center it's beautiful um they have the botanical gardens with botanical sculptures there's just so much to do in uh, montreal um i really enjoyed it everything is very fast paced and i also got to enjoy their bagels they are known for their canadian bagels and if you guys get the chance to have a bagel there because they're completely different from the types of bagels that we have in the U.S. Um, their bagels are thinner. So el hoyo de en medio está mucho más grande. And the dough is very chewy. It's so delicious. It's it's different. To me, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. I would just say I love them both. You know, you get the best of both worlds. So if I were you, I highly recommend trying a Canadian bagel. They are to die for. Um, another thing, since we're talking about food, I might as well talk about food, right? <clears throat> another thing that I was able to try was their signature dish, which is poutine. Um, poutine is very basic, but it is so delicious. Like, uh, whoever thought of combining these amazing ingredients, OMG, seriously, guys. So what poutine is, is like just regular seasoned, like steak style or steak cup fries and then what they do is put cheese curds on top and then they smother it in gravy and not not like white gravy no como el que va en el chicken fried steak no el brown gravy it is heaven on a plate seriously to die for delicious and then they also do like different other different forms of it like con jalapeños otras cosas les puedes agregar lo que tú quieras but no joke i'm telling you right now go for the basic just plain poutine and it's so good i know the name está tan curioso porque nosotros pues los mexicanos o los latinos vamos a decir poutine que es eso este pero no está rico i highly recommend it so you gotta try the bagels you gotta try poutine talking about food again aren't we so let's continue talking about what this state is known for they are known for their maple leaf the maple trees the maple leaf and of course their maple syrup so um when i was in quebec city i was able to try maple taffy and what's super cool about maple taffy is that when it snows over there what they do is they get this big old trough of snow and they drip maple syrup across it and it gets cold, but then they start rolling it with like a wooden stick and it turns into a taffy from the cold um, of the snow. And it doesn't stick to the snow at all. It just kind of helps cool it and turn it into that. Que lo haga chicloso, bien sabroso. Well, when you taste it, oh my goodness, it tastes like caramel. It doesn't taste like, it loses that syrup taste. It tastes like pure heaven, like just caramel. It's so good. So if you are in Quebec City, um, I highly recommend that you try the maple taffy. Their local brews are also really good. And the food is just delicious. 
Um, there's a lot of different French cuisine places. There's uh, fromageries where you can get quesos de diferentes clases. Y usually wherever you go to a fromagerie, they're going to have the poutine there available. So I highly recommend that you guys try those things. The poutine, local beer, your bagels, and the maple taffy. And I wanted to go ahead and let you guys know, and I completely forgot to talk about this but one of the coolest things is that if you do end up going in the winter months <clears throat> and you can't bear the cold because you're like no hombre, no yo me pasé demasiado está muy frío then there's an escape you don't have to be stuck in your hotel or your airbnb the whole time that you're there if it's too cold the escape is called the rezo r-e-s-s-o the rezo is basically a 20 mile underground mall that is under the city of montreal and they it has different access points and you will never get to see the whole thing because it's huge but there are so many restaurants so many shopping places there's so much to do down there so if you are or if it starts raining or if it's just way too cold make your way to the metro take it down to the rezo and you'll be golden. You'll get to experience Montreal and you won't even have to step outside when it's like nine degrees. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and move on to um, Quebec City. <sighs> Montreal was amazing. It's more fast paced. It's more modern. Um, Quebec City is very romantic. It's very old worldly. It's very European. It's just also the same thing. The architecture is amazing. It is breathtaking. It is so beautiful that if I could go back to Canada, I would spend, I could easily spend two weeks in a chateau in Quebec City because it's that beautiful. So what we did, um, one of the days that we were out there, we decided to go to Quebec City and we, since we had to rent a car, we jumped in our car, drove two hours and the drive to Quebec City is really beautiful as well. Um, there are a lot of pine trees. And when we went, it was like, you know, starting the Christmas season. So there was so many pine trees covered in snow. It was just beautiful. So many places for you to go dog sledding. I mean, just do all of these amazing things um, in the winter months. And when we got there, I was just my like my breath was taken away. It seriously was. I was just awe-stricken, jaw-dropped. It is so beautiful. Um, the winding, narrow cobblestone streets, um, they go, they, they um, lean upwards, just like you would see like in San Francisco or in Seattle or in Europe. Just the cutest chateaus and boutiques and restaurants and everything is just picturesque. I mean, that's the best way I can explain it. If you go, go, go right now, get, get your phone, go to Pinterest, type in Quebec City and your you will be, yeah, you'll be booking your next trip. Seriously, guys. So one of the things that we saw when we drove up to Quebec City was this huge castle looking structure overlooking the St. Lawrence River. And it was called Chateau Front Frontenac, Chateau Frontenac. It's como, it's como un castillo. Era enorme, hermosísimo, bellísimo. Me encantó. It's a hotel and people can stay there. And if I were to go back, trust me, guys, I would totally just 
just do it. I would just throw my wallet at these people and be like, that's it. I'm staying here because I want the full experience of Quebec City. Everything is in walking distance. Everything is charming. The people are amazing. The people, oh, oh my gosh. I went into Longchamp because I wanted to get, I've, I've wanted a Longchamp bag for so long. And I told myself, you know, I have a long bucket list of where I want to go and what I want to do. And France is not at the top of the list. So I'm in Quebec City, which is just, you know, just as good. <laughs> so I stopped in at Longchamp and I got a Longchamp bag. And the woman there was absolutely charming and charismatic. She was so sweet. Y hablaba, ella era de, de Francia. Y hablaba francés tan bello. Como me encantó. Y luego cuando ella se dio cuenta que yo hablaba español, ella comenzó a hablar español conmigo. And oh my gosh, I, it was just like amazing talking to her. And um, she was just one of the sweetest, the sweetest people that I've ever met. And that's how I felt in Quebec City. Everywhere I went, everyone was charming. The place is just, it's a post postcard. That's what it is. It's a postcard and it's beautiful. So I highly, highly recommend it. They also have many eateries and restaurants. And when you go around the time that I went, everything was already decked out for Christmas. So we were getting the first snow y todo. Y se miraba como una tarjeta postal, una carta postal, igualito a eso. No joke. Tons of basilicas. They have Christmas shops galore, like over the top Christmas shops. And then in the center, um, right next to Chateau Frontenac, um, across the St. Lawrence River, there's a, they set up a German market. So they have German markets going on. I mean, it is beautiful. I'm telling you guys, next year around the holidays, you want to go somewhere beautiful, picturesque, and just that screams over the top Christmas. Quebec City in Canada. I'm telling you guys, it's so worth the trip. So um, anniversary, oh man, that's a great romantic getaway place for you and your honey to escape or for whatever, un cumpleaños, lo que sea, a girl, even a girl trip, mother and daughter trip, it doesn't matter. I would go back easily, hands down, one of my favorite places I've traveled to. Amazing. Get this, guys. We went por una semana con el vuelo el carro y dos cuartos porque mi mamá agarró su cuarto en el hotel y nosotros yo y mi hijo y mi esposo tuvimos el cuarto de nosotros dos cuartos ok um, cuatro vuelos por avión y un carro nos salió a 600 por persona 600 es todo por una semana oh my gosh 600 for a week two hotel rooms four plane tickets and your car rental. That is amazing, guys. Absolutely amazing to be in a breathtaking place as this. And I'm not going to lie to you, Canada, I love your people. Your people are so genuinely humble and nice. I enjoyed it, guys. I would go back in a heartbeat. Canada has my heart right now. <laughs> Me encanto. So I wanted to just share a cosita that I'm loving at the moment that has my heart, and it is a book. Um, it is called The Voice of Knowledge by Don Miguel Ruiz and Janet Mills. So if that sounds familiar to you, the name of the author, Don Miguel Ruiz, it's because he is very well known for the four agreements. Um, 
Oh man, I listened to the Four Agreements back in like 2000, I don't know, like 2008, 2009, I think. And it really resonated with me. It really changed my outlook on how I see myself and how I work through relationships with other people. So I highly recommend for you to check out the Four Agreements. Once you've gone through that, um, pick up his book or his um, audiobook, um, The Voice of Knowledge. And this book is so insightful. These books are all about finding your your way and kind of dissecting your thoughts about how you've been raised and what the world teaches us and how we should mold our mind to truthfully be true to ourselves and be able to tell what it is that we believe and to be able to know our own truth and to be able to accept that whenever we tell something like tell a story or give an opinion we are telling our own truth but isn't that is not the truth like of the universe that is not the truth of everyone everyone has opinions and it just kind of it's just I don't want to go into it. I don't want to spoil it because I don't want to ruin it for you guys. It's an amazing book. It's a book on how to understand your your thought process and how you see things and how to help you understand others and how they see things. So basically, um, The Four Agreements and The Voice of Knowledge and uh, many other books that he has um, written over time, um, they all come from Toltec wisdom. And it's very insightful. So if you get a chance and you're trying to start off your 2018 with, you know, just like a cleansing of the mind and just kind of trying to understand yourself better and understand other people so that you can help um, keep your relationships positive with other people, then I highly recommend um, any books, to be honest, any books by Don Miguel Ruiz. They're amazing. And they're short reads, guys, or you can always do an audiobook, but they're pretty short and simple and to the point and man, are they enlightening? Like there's just so much clarity that comes with listening and reading his books. So that is the cosita that I'm loving. And I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. And this has been a wonderful bocadillo. And I hope that you guys take my advice on Canada for Beginners. And until then, you can find us on Instagram at La Charla PC. You can also follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, La Charla. And if you have any questions or comments, you can just email me, Isela, at lacharla at gmail.com. Also, Lily will be coming back next week with an episode. Stay tuned because we are going to be diving into vision boards for your vision for 2018. So if you haven't made your vision board yet, it's okay, guys. There's still time. Get it done before the end of January. And if you want tips and tricks on what to do, stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, que viva la charla.